You know who should not have a podcast? Mm. Pete Buttigieg. Okay. Why not? He's just boring. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> but though. people who like him, that's a good place Yeah, for but him. here's the thing. I liked him when he first showed up. And then the Democratic machine got a hold of him, basically gave him the Obama playbook, and he turned into a complete robot. Yeah. But he would actually answer questions early on. I was like, hey, I like this guy. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. And then I didn't like him okay. because he just sounded like a robot. Yeah. Mayor robot. When all in, play my cards right. A anti one blackjack all night. Roll the dice, let it If we're talking about old school movies, mm. probably one of the greatest makers of old school comedies, Mel Brooks. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. It's yeah. Jewish. Well, I know that. Yeah, okay. But that's like in Hollywood, throw a rock, you know, and you're going to hit somebody. Not that I would ever condone throwing he's, rocks at people, but... He's good on... What yeah. was that? Spaceballs, Men in Tights, Robin Hood. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blazing Saddles, yeah. obviously. Yeah, yeah. 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 Speaking of I comedy... Said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. That? What is that? Your voice goes high? Does it mean you're lying? Oh, is that what it means? Or, no, I don't know what it means. We've Are you lying? I'm not lying. I I'm know. so confused right now. I am too. I'm just thinking it doesn't always mean it. It can't be foolproof. You are so insecure. <laughs> Your insecurity is uncomfortable for me. That'd be a passive aggressive thing. It's like, you know, kind of feeling uncomfortable. About yeah. your insecurity. Like we're recording now, but I, I don't know. think this is going to be on it. Like, oh, it's not going to make the cut. You know, that is something I want to bring up with you. I have heard the intros to the last few episodes. and Amazing. No, they're, just they're good in, in retrospect. Yeah. But what I do realize is that I don't know that they're being recorded at oh, the moment. Oh, that's a lot. So I'm dropping F-bombs and all kinds of stuff. Not that I don't do that anyway, but right, I think I'd be a it. little more cognizant instead of dropping, you know, the old MF or bomb yeah, right off the bat. Anyway, to all the children that listen to this podcast, which I know there are a lot. I would like to say you should not talk to Yeah. Not until you're 18. When did swearing become like bad? I don't know, but I did make me think about, you hear people, and I say people, I've heard this, not, nobody's ever directed this at me. Again, I think they're intimidated by the beard. That's yeah. neither here or there. Nobody's ever directed this at me, but I've heard this common idea that says swearing just makes you look dumb or it makes you look unintelligent. You know what I'm like? That's bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. Fuck that. Who says <laughs> Who says that? Well, I don't know. There's ways that people swear yes, it's it like in look- your face and it's aggressive. Yeah. It's not compassionate. Not compassionate. Yes. No. Thank you for pointing that, that out. That is that's a different kind of thing. Like every like, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, it's not the same. I said, you know, that's another bad, that's just, a terrible... You were way too self-conscious. Yeah. Like, you just got to let it rip. No, it's good. I fully accept that you're a hot mess, just like I'm a hot no, mess. No, I think that's good, though, that you're aware of, oh, I can work on that. No, you no, know? no, definitely self-awareness, but you should make those notes to yourself and not actually say them out loud because it just creates clutter. But that's what we're doing in the conversation. on this podcast is we are literally just talking out loud yeah, and yeah, saying no, anything that comes to our mind. I gotcha. Yeah, for bubbles, sure. right? I'm not strawberries. Yeah, no. And speaking of, I've had some amazing strawberries lately, but we'll okay. save that for another time. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about swearing. Yeah. Here's what I think you're getting at. And even if it's not, you will be getting at this because I just mm. think it's a really good point. Because you're a futurist, but go ahead. 100%. That's yeah. exactly right. Whatever that is. Yeah. I don't know what that is. But you only sound unintelligent swearing if it's not how you normally talk. Mm. This is my theory on that. You know, if you're just trying to drop bombs here and there because, you know, because Gary Vee does it or Joe Rogan does it, but it's not something that naturally flows from you. Because I have been, I've been around people that do that. They do just kind of sound stupid. So you can tell that that's not their normal behavior or you've seen them in a place where they never done. What I can tell, Eric, is that they are not truly lower class like me. Okay. You know? Yeah. I'm low class. So that means if you swear, you have to be considered whatever you call low class. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, you know, then I, you know, that's wrong. Yeah, that's totally wrong. That's, that's classism. Okay, so we've gone off the rails. We talk about classism. You know, people talk about racism, but I won't talk about classism. No, that was that's wrong. The real no, I, I want to understand like when it became such a big deal to swear or is it always, maybe it's always been that way. Yeah, I don't know. Like going way back. Like when yeah. did swearing become like a thing? I would need to fact check this so nobody make bets on this, but I am pretty sure. I mean, swearing was just, it was slang that the lower class, usually the Irish, 
Hmm. Usually the you know the east end of London. Again, okay. I'm going with the Anglo so like English. If you're on the Titanic, it's the people in the way down. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. in the, the, in the lower people. Hall. The, the people. Leonardo DiCaprio's people. Yeah, yeah, where he was. Yeah, yeah. What a great movie. Hey, I do need to address something though. <laughs> okay, you asked about Top Gun in one of our previous episodes, and I I mockingly was like, "No, man, why wouldn't I go see that?" You know how I feel about Tom Cruise, blah blah blah, all this kind of stuff. And then shortly after. I have not seen it, by the way. Okay. But the critical reviews of it, I mean, this thing is supposed to be phenomenal. Like, coming from people who I would not think at all would appreciate this movie, I have yet to see it. But I was thinking to myself, you know what? I think I spoke a little too soon. I was making fun of it because, I mean, it's Tom Cruise. Yeah. But what I didn't realize is this is critically acclaimed. Like, legit. Not just, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's, it's really good. Yeah. I'm thinking... I have not seen it. Uh-oh. You can ask me on a date. <laughs> I was going to set the stage so you could ask me and okay. then I could like reject you and then I could say, well, let's just go as friends. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We could it's do that. Good. It yeah. is good. 1310, when the first F word appeared in the English language. Ooh, what does it mean? Cicero. Cicero wasn't low class. You're the one who's talking about low class. I'm You're just right. reading facts from Google. Shows you my own like assumptions. You know, I mean, year 1310 would be couple a couple of centuries before a monk reportedly scrawled the word on a manuscript by Cicero, wow. which has commonly been considered the first appearance of the F word in English writings. But what did it mean? Did it mean what it means today? And that was written. That little piece from 2015, which we covered last time, was the year you and I met. Wow! Look at you, like full this. circle, yes. man. I am starting to believe more in simulation theory now that we have, you know, keep finding mm. all these coincidences. Yeah. Air quotes, coincidences. Oh, there was, we've talked about the Lex Freeman podcast, which you probably haven't listened to still yeah, yet, which is no, fine. No. But he just had someone on. And while we continue to talk, I'm going to pull up his name because he's just adamant that this is not real. Anything that we're doing. Is it Nick Bostrom? No, you've used his name before. Just keep talking and I'll figure this out. I have a limited list of people who... Reality is an illusion. Donald Hoffman. What's Donald Hoffman? Who's he work with? Huh. I mean, just UC Irvine, Case Against Reality. He's the author of The Case Against Reality. Do you mean that from a philosophical? Is it a philosophical statement or is it... Because if he's just looking at it philosophically, of course, reality is a construction of whatever we want it to be. Yeah. Or is he talking about like, this is technologically... It is super confusing. Like, you listen oh, yeah. to it and you're like, wow. That. You have to listen to this no, a few times. No, you might be. I wouldn't be. Okay. Because I hang out with some of these nerds. So you read that book. Yeah, I don't read. I, I that. skim. Yeah. yeah. I watch videos. Yeah, you said that last time. I did. Mm -hmm. That's attention deficit disorder. It's no big deal. Don't yeah. worry about it. You take something for that? Yeah. Is that real? ADD? Okay, ADD, ADHD. I actually think it's a, I think it's a superpower in all seriousness. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's a creative outlet for sure. But if you were trying to fit into a mold of operating the way the rest of the world does, for the most part, then yeah, I mean. So books, reading. Yeah. Novels? Do you ever read novels? I do enjoy novels. Yeah. I, it, go ahead. No, I want you to I have go. nothing of value to add to that next I just kind of <laughs> stuttered, like breathing, ah, 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 you know, so yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, normally we don't do that. We don't like let the other person have their turn on no, the No, we do, because we flow. I've gotten into novels a little bit more recently. My dad is writing a Twilight novel. Twilight novels? Twilight? No, but I could see why people would like that. Those I tried are... to read the beginning of one of those. Did you see the movies? Yeah, they were dog shit. Oh, they're just entertainment. I, I mean, yeah, it's true. So, hey, look, you know, it's interesting. It's like kind of... Yeah. Uh, I'd fantasy. It. Fascinating. It's teenage fantasy. Hey, I don't know, man. That's all right. Just one of the guys. I mean, that's teenage. Like Everything's relative. Okay. I mean, I didn't really care for them. Were they entertaining? Sure. Yeah. They were entertaining. Look, babe, but this is coming from a guy who actually enjoys watching shows like Expedition Bigfoot. Yeah. I'm fascinated with right, cryptozoology. Right. So no judgment. No, no. Yeah. I mean, you could judge me all day long. I'm a nerd on that kind of yeah. stuff. But not like where I'm going out in the woods and doing like, you know, Bigfoot calls and banging on trees. Because truth is, the more I learn about like, you know, really listening to people's accounts who sometimes don't want their names mentioned, but yeah. people that have been in the woods for years and years and years and have been hunters and have come across one of these things. In fact, here in North Carolina, the Uari Forest is one of Ooh. the biggest hotspots for apparent Bigfoot activity. Really? Yeah. It's beautiful over there. It's, it's been I think it's the oldest mountain range because it doesn't even look like a mountain range anymore, but it's one of the, I think it's the oldest mountain range in the U.S. But all I have to say is the more I hear, because I'm just fascinated by this stuff, the unknown, the more I hope to never, ever see one of these things in real life. Wow. Yeah. It's not like, oh, that would be cool. No, I don't so think so. So what happens? What does he do to people? 
pings them off on trees. I'll send you a podcast where you just listen to people's accounts of it. And some of them are entertaining and some of them are just stupid. Is it similar to, and I asked you this before, but is it not the specific question, but is it similar to UFO sightings? Is that same, like they hit their head and then they thought they saw something? No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, you think people that see UFOs have just hit their head? We saw them off Holden Beach five nights in a row. I put it up on Facebook. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't use Facebook. I mean, oh, I have sorry. it. Yeah. Elitist? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's the opposite. Yeah, Clubhouse. What, yeah. what do you use? Yeah. Oh, Clubhouse. Yeah. There. Is that thing still that didn't around? work out. No, because it's just a bunch of people talking. They were valued like at like $4 billion. Yeah, okay. So that's also why the stock market is tanking. That's one piece no, of the pie. No, they weren't. Never went public. No, but their valuation was all, it was, it was uh, bullshit. Like I most, mean, everyone was on it. Yeah, I know. Because the valuation was projected growth. Yeah. Not actual revenue. It was just all day. Like, you could just go on to Clubhouse at any point and there people are just talking. Yeah. And sometimes you just, well, it's interesting because, oh man, here we go again. It's interesting, but. No, it's okay. I've been Don't working worry. On it. I'll just keep going. Can I ask you a real question? Please. A real question. Are you intimidated about my presence? Because you seem to self-edit yourself. I do. A lot, yeah. Really? It's okay if you're intimidated. I did notice, no, though. I, and by the way, I do want to say, and I wish people could see this, you are growing your beard out as we discussed last time. It's too much. It's yeah. looking good. I think it's too much. No, don't. Yeah, so you've yeah. got to commit and just let it rock, and then I'll show you how to kind of <laughs> trim it down a little bit so you don't look like Grizzly Adams, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a little too much. So, what are we talking about? I don't know. Clubhouse. Well, you said it's interesting. It's all day. I did say it's interesting. I don't know why. Okay. During... Like when the markets are going crazy and uh-huh. these apps are doing really well. <laughs> like it's not nice to do that to somebody. <laughs> do you want a new co-host in here? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Markets. They're talking about say NFTs. Yes. Okay. Well, that seems to have hit the shitter, doesn't no, it? No, <laughs> everyone is just like, this is the greatest thing ever, and right. everyone's into it, and there's so much people being left behind and they're missing out on this thing. And yeah. next thing you know, it's like, I don't know if NFTs will be the thing. Mm-hmm. Like nobody knows. But there was like just thousands of groups and many people talking about just how special of a moment this is. Right. On this platform that's kind of like disappearing overnight as yeah. the market just unwinds itself and like, what are we doing? Yeah. So I don't know what's interesting about it, except for the fact that yeah, it's not what it seemed. Well, I, I feel like we've talked about this before. And that's what this podcast would be called. It's not what it seems, but go ahead. Yeah, or yeah. we've talked about this before, yeah, haven't we'll get, we? Question yeah. mark, right? Mm. I'm very fascinated with cryptocurrency. I'm very fascinated with, you know, the blockchain. I'm not an expert in it, so I always put that out there. But early on, one of the things that was fascinating to me, this is before Ethereum and crypto really started to take off. It was just Bitcoin or maybe Litecoin. You only had a couple that were out there. When the stock market would go down, crypto would go up. And I remember talking to folks that were involved in this early on, and they said it's because the way the system or the way it's designed, the blockchain is designed, is a decentralized system, right? Yeah. And so what we're seeing right now, if I'm, if I'm seeing this, I'm probably getting several things wrong. But the, you oh, tried to sure. centralize. Oh, always, yeah. 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 There's this attempt to centralize cryptocurrency, NFTs, all that through, say, a platform, so that people could buy, sell, trade, do all that kind of stuff. That was the the goal that folks seem to have. It's pegged directly to the stock market. I heard the other day, like one of these is tied directly to the S and P 500. So if it goes down, then that goes down. Yeah. And that seems to violate the entire principle Correct. of the blockchain. Right. That would be my initial it thought. It should be going in its own direction. It was. And, and, yeah. It was. It was never tied to anything. That was the thing that drove the folks market nuts about it. wasn't in a free fall, let's say, right. where the market like was going straight up and everything's doing well. It wasn't like correlated, right? To right. exactly. Yeah. No, it would actually do the opposite. Yeah. At least historically. What I remember seeing is that, you know, if the market started going down, crypto goes up. Markets start going up, crypto goes down or levels off. Yeah. But it was not, it didn't care. It didn't care about what was going on in the stock market. Yeah. The two were unrelated. But then when you tried to integrate that into this centralized system or tie it into this, you know, this system of trust, which is what the stock market ultimately is, is not based on actual things. It's, hey, this is what we believe it's valued at. And if we can convince everybody else it is, it is too, then, you know, stocks go up. Yeah. There's more to that. Oh, there's obviously. a lot more. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot happening with the economy. So we can stay around this little world right now. For it's, sure. Yeah. It's not the best. 
Well, I know things are tough for you. That's why you started an OnlyFans account, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of social media. You always do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the guy's like always has to say something around the other group and mention like something's wrong with this person. Like this is not There's nice. There's nothing wrong with having yeah, an OnlyFans account. Yeah, you came in here with like a vengeance today. No, man. I came in here with Die love. Hard with a vengeance. That was yeah. a good movie. Now we're talking. Yeah. Definitely. That was good. Yeah. No, I like the way you uh, was tried your favorite to deflect. Die Hard? No, no, I did. No, no. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you wanted to save the announcement for your new social media my platform profile. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. It means yeah, that's okay. The fun here. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like the way I see it, we're, and I mentioned this to you in a text message and I want to say it out loud. Come on, say it so out loud. sounded profound. We are building a podcast while we're podcasting. Yeah. The best way to be creative is just to start creating. Correct. As opposed to start thinking about what we're going to create. Now, it's not to say like, go build your whole business without any sort of plan whatsoever. But I think you can just, if you want to have a podcast, well, then just start podcasting, like start creating. Or if you want to write, the best way to start writing is to just write. It doesn't even matter. Like a lot of the, you can use a prompt. A lot of times you could like just open up a book, mm-hmm. take a line out of the book, write that sentence down, and then just write based off of that. And now you're right. writing and then go into whatever you want to write about. And I feel like in many respects, that's what we're doing in this podcast. Like we're coming up with the ideas of what we're going to talk about while we're talking. Yeah. We're coming up with the name of the podcast. We're coming up with the frequency of the podcast, we're, the topics, like curation of whatever it is, right? At least that's the goal. We're trying to come up with those things. But then we realize, you know what? Let's just flip the mics on. That's Let's just saying. let it rip. So it's like building a podcast while you're podcasting. So, so many people, I, and I've talked to a lot of people, whether it's podcasting or blogs or whatever they want to do, it's like, well, I don't know what to say. I get it, right? I was there. It's like, you would say, well, let's just turn the mic on and be like, and say what? Right. Yeah. Who cares? And I was like, follow my lead. Oh, wow. And you did. Yeah, leader. And here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Continue yeah. on. So I think there's a lot to take from just, you just have to write. Like I mentioned yeah. before, my dad's writing a book. Correct. So he starts writing these short stories mm-hmm. and he'll, we'll have to have him on the podcast. Why not? We absolutely need to. Because when this book comes out, right, and he's going to need to get out there and share the behind the scenes of writing a book. Do, do they live in Charlotte? They do not. Oh, okay. No. They do not. We will well, not let's not say, say where, where they live exactly. because, you know, privacy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and all the perverts that listen to this show, we don't want to create a situation. Yeah, I mean, you go, your head goes to places that no, I don't man. even. Look, yeah, I'm yeah. a futurist. I think 10 steps ahead of most people. Like, I'm like, hey, you know, don't do this because of this. And even though the probability of that mm. happening is highly unlikely, it's like a risk. Could be a wild card like event. A risk assessment. You know, like at the insurance companies. No, no, yeah. or an actuary. That's why I get a lot of movie references. Along came Polly, Ben. Stiller's character, right, was the risk. I, mean, I don't this remember what he did. Is not working today. It is working great. Is? Okay, okay, I just think okay. my co-host is not working. Yeah, maybe you're doing me. fine. Really, I'm just playing on your insecurities. But continue that's on. Good. That's good. We're talking about writing, creating. Yes, just, just start. Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. Uh-huh. In most cases, for sure. And then iterate, which we had a whole not a whole episode, but we had big segments of many episodes about like yeah. you create, you iterate. Well, I think it's uh, it's easy. What we're doing right now is easy for us because we enjoy having conversations. If we don't put too much pressure on to say, man, this thing needs to be the greatest podcast in the world, which it then certainly won't because then you become risk averse. Oh, we don't want to try this. We don't want to do that. We can't talk about this because we're afraid of X, Y, and Z. But if we're just like, fuck it, you know, you can bleep that out or you cannot. And maybe some people might think I sound intelligent and others may think that I sound like a moron. Mm -hmm. Mystery. The whole point for me on this is I'm having fun. Yeah. You're having fun. And we drop little tidbits of little nuggets of mm. value. Are you learning a lot about yourself on this podcast? What's that? Could <laughs> Are you, you learning a lot about yourself? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen to yeah. the last episode. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. Know, I don't know, man. I don't I'm, know if that was a real question. You could say that was a good question. No, you can't say that was a good... What is wrong with you? That's the, You can't coach me into responses. We could do that. Yeah. It could be a coaching session. Wouldn't that be the lamest coaching business? Yeah. I coach you how to respond to me. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You do that. that. No, it just sounds stupid. How would you sell that? Oh, it doesn't matter. It's just for us. Let's not continue this thought. No. Okay. Because uh, I mean, it's like, just I feel like my away. interest level... Yeah. And I'm the one that brought it up. And I'm boring myself. Oh. Should more people start a podcast? Uh, if they want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of like... <laughs> no, man. I mean, unless you got something to say. Because you said it's easy. 
Oh yeah. And it's not easy to start a pocket. We've just been doing this for years. I've been doing it for years. Mm -hmm. So talking to people, creating content, audio, video, all that, it's just something I've, it comes naturally, but it took a lot of work and a lot of time. You think it comes natural? Does everyone else think it comes natural? No, it comes natural now because of just repetition. To you, it comes natural. Like someone might be listening right now and be like, this is not natural. That's right. Don't start a podcast then. Yeah. Or don't listen to your podcast. No, listen to my podcast. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, why would I cut off opportunities for people to listen to me talk? That just seems so unfair. It's just so different that, like if you go back, just rewind. Rewind is a reference to cassette tapes. Yeah. For those of you who... uh, You go back 10, 15 years, you'd be like, two people sit around and they talk to each other and they record the conversation about different topics. Well, that's a good point. I mean, so it's easy and natural here because this type of conversation we have on this podcast, it really is like the way I sit around and have conversations with people in general. Yeah. There's no difference. Yeah. There really isn't. That's the difference with this is if you can have a good conversation that you think other people would want to listen in on or don't even worry about that so much that you just want to have, why not record it? Because maybe somebody else could enjoy it. Mm. I mean, that's the feedback we've received on these episodes is that it sounds like you're sitting in and listening. You feel like you're a part of the conversation. You feel like you're listening in on a funny conversation. Someone they're taking you on a little journey. You're sitting in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The hero's journey. It's like what they used to do. Use the word philosophical, I think, earlier, right? Yeah, we're talking about simulation theory. Socrates, right? Then he sit out in open forums and have a conversation. That was a stretch. We're done. Yeah. Good job. But I'm saying, like, it seems so different today to do this. Like, the only people that did this were talk show hosts on a radio or a TV show. Now you just, any two idiots can sit in a room with no windows. Can you imagine yeah. what that would be like? This is a windowless room. Yeah. It's the studio. It's a podcast studio. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. This is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to go back to one of my earlier predictions from an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we recorded it. But I said that Baker Mayfield would be the next Carolina Panthers quarterback. Is it happening? I absolutely think it is. So you still think it's going to happen? 100%. When? During training camp? They're trying to get the deal done. Way to date this podcast. These are supposed to be evergreen. And then you bring up things and it's like, ah, Baker Mayfield's retired now. And why do we care about what he thinks? When Listen, if you're listening to this podcast and Baker Mayfield is retired, I would just like to say thank you. <laughs> Who knows where yeah, any oh, of us wow. are right now? Yeah. Wow. That's good, huh? Are we out of recession at that point? Does the recession end or does Baker Mayfield's career end first? Oh, Baker's not going to end. That guy like thrives on people undervaluing him. Yeah. And then he comes back and crushes it. So he's going to be in Charlotte. I think he is. Okay. Who's the clown that said no to Baker Mayfield? Like, Baker Mayfield comes here, I'm not going to play. The receiver. Yeah. Roby Anderson. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy. Robbie, uh-huh. Roby. Roby, who gives a shit? He's <laughs> not that good, is he? I mean, he's a starting receiver in the NFL. He's, yeah, well, I guess yeah. that's true. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I saw him in person, he probably could just take me out mm-hmm. heartbeat, you know, because yeah. he's a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. I just like to ride my bike. But... Cyclist. I'm sorry. It's just like, hey, yeah. dude, Baker Mayfield. Okay. I'm a big fan. So who's the quarterback at the Browns? Oh, good God. It's not good. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett, most I likely. Had you, I asked you, you already mentioned that you don't read. So I said, read the New York Times article about mm-hmm. Sean Watson. Now, now I have been, now I've been following a lot of like, you know, other folks that are, yeah, quick hits on the stuff. I get it. I know. You listen to other people's opinions. That's yeah, I don't a have good time way to, to do that. Through, yeah. That's smart. That's yeah, the way totally. to get through life. I don't think for myself. That's okay. I just get the headlines. So the New York Times, or not anybody, if you write a piece like that, it's like a hit piece almost. I've heard it's a very well-researched that. Yeah. I don't know what the Browns were doing. So there's a lot. The Browns, there's this talk, right? Again, what opinions are. Right. They knew of the 23 women. Yeah. So they have a way, people think, attorneys, that if a 24th, 25th, 65th person comes out, that they have a way to void their contract. Now, obviously, that thing would end up in court so fast, but that they could get out of this thing because we'll sign you based on what we know. Mm -hmm. If there's more to know... But then someone could say, well, you had every right to do the research that the New York Times did. Or did they not? Oh, I have an idea for a future episode. Oh. We're going to bring in a labor law attorney. Because we cover a lot of these things. I like topics, that. So yeah, do we that. do, man. I know one. We should. Yeah, let's definitely put that on the, on the docket. That'd be fun. And it would break up, you know, the idiocy of our conversations. This is going nowhere. Wow. No, this okay. is going everywhere. Okay. Very fast. Yeah. Yeah. My initial thought is this. Jimmy Haslam's not an idiot. He wouldn't have... I mean, the Haslam family is a very successful family. Like, I mean, there there has to be some kind of fail-safe put in there. Everybody's like, oh, they guaranteed this money. So no matter what happens, he's guaranteed this money. I'm like, yeah, no matter what. But let's not, let's not pretend like Jimmy Haslam's a moron. 
He's not. Yeah. I mean, he's been a successful businessman. He started, I'm not just saying that because I'm a 1% adjunct faculty at the Haslam College of Business at University of Tennessee. I'm saying that because- Oh, uh, okay. He's no, comes out. No, no, no. I'm just looking here. It's not like he'd ever know me. But if he's listening to this podcast right now, it's I'm like, hey, what in up? July. Mm-hmm. It's like 21st. I'm trying to find the date for Cleveland Browns report to training camp. It's not, it's like a month away. Oh, yeah. And he can show up to that and he can practice, but like he's your quarterback. So you, whoever your first team quarterback is, you want to know that pretty quickly, or at least that person's getting a lot of reps. If he's taking all the reps, mm-hmm. Baker's not going. Yeah, I tell you what, the Browns shit the bet on that one big time. <laughs> they, they just did. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Mm. And you've got more players coming out now that are Browns players because all the times like, well, we don't see any Browns players coming out and defending Baker. And I'm like, why would they do that? Yeah. You know, nobody's coming out and shitting on him. But I mean, divide the locker. Exactly. Yeah. Even heard other guys talking about that are on the Browns that said, you know, even the perceived, you know, the public perception of the beef between Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. He said, like, that was just a football. Like, they just couldn't click on that. He said, but they're still good friends, like behind on the locker room and everything else. They go on vacation together. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they're still good friends. They just couldn't, they couldn't get the chemistry. Yeah. You know, like what you and I've got. Wow. You like that? Yeah. Bring it all back to us, man. Wow. Yeah. Baker and Odell, Jared and Eric. That's Let's right. Go. That's right. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Can you catch this pass? So I don't know. We've played catch outside. We have. Yeah. Are you a better football player than you are a basketball player? Yes. Okay. I suck at basketball. Uh-huh. That's all right. It's sad, dude. Yeah. You should definitely play with me sometime oh, just yeah. for your own entertainment. Yeah. But then you have to go ride a bike with me. Mm. I could ride a bike. I mean, I don't think I'd want to do it. Oh, yeah. Any moron can ride a bike. But can you ride? Not all people can. Eh, we'll see. So, Deshaun, it's not good. I don't know, man. It does not seem good. Like I said in the other episode, I'm not a fan of the court of public opinion being the ultimate decider. Yeah. A little George W. Bush there. Decider <laughs> on all this stuff. It's, uh, but I don't know what to think. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it is awfully suspicious. I mean, all the signs really make Deshaun look like a predator. Mm. That's what it really makes him look like. Yeah. Did he commit a crime? Nobody seems to be accusing him of a crime, except maybe one or two of the new, I don't know. It's hard to keep track. Most of it's just, hey, this was inappropriate. I don't know, man. Tough spot. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine with the Browns lineup now, though, without Deshaun, if they oh, kept they a great roster. Yeah, but... I think a lot of fans are like, just don't want to be involved with that team right now. What if he plays? What if they win? Deshaun? This case, yeah, Deshaun. This case takes a a while. Mm -hmm. It comes to a head, let's say, next summer. Yeah. And it doesn't end well for him. Right. But they just won the Mm -hmm. whole thing. Super Bowl champion, Cleveland Browns. Like, they've ever been to the Super Bowl. Right. Then it comes out after. That's tough. What do you do? (laughs) Give it back? Look, I'm just going to say it. If Deshaun Watson takes the Cleveland Browns to the Super Bowl... That wipes the side clean for every Cleveland fan. Sad mm. as it is, I'm not saying it's I, I don't okay. I'm think just that's true. You're not a Cleveland fan, man. You don't know. I trust oh, me. Buffalo fan. It's like pretty they're, much no, the same thing. Buffalo's gone to the Super Bowl. How many yeah. times? Four. Yeah. How many times has Cleveland gone? Zero. Exactly. Yeah. Just shut up. There's no comparison. Same amount of wins in the Super Bowl. Well, regardless. Yeah. Okay. It's not even your you're actually like the Baltimore Ravens. Like to oh, be honest. Wow. Oh, wow. So they have they bad. Have, it's so bad. Oh man. It's bad. Mm, you mm. bastard. Yeah. You're making a reference. That's to that. the original. Up. It is. And then Art Modell sold him to Baltimore. Yeah. Bastard. Mm. But then the Cleveland Browns couldn't be kept down. Yeah. I just don't understand why this is a Cleveland Browns podcast. Like, it's just every episode, I feel like we do the Deshaun and Baker update. It's because cares. I have a dominant personality. Yeah. And now I'm flexing it. Yeah. Okay. But I'll apologize yeah. later. Okay. So you have like opinions on the future of it. I've mentioned it before. We've talked about it a few times. How long does the recession last? Oh man, I'm not an economist. You want me to put on my... It's a future thing. So then like in the future, we can go back, do a remix. Yeah, man, I tell you what, I look at everything at a macro level. Right. That's the easy way of saying it. Like, well, I yeah. have no idea what I'm talking I'd about. Yeah, yeah. Macro at on a macro systemic level. Yeah, it's just such a big thing, right? It's not just Wall Street inflation, all those things are there. And more importantly, you look at this, we don't seem to have any national pride anymore. At least the way things are talked about in the media sphere, which is also why Top Gun kind of shocked me that all these people are like, man, this thing seems to be bringing back patriotism in an entirely new way. 
Yeah. That's a sidebar. Yeah. As far as the recession, I mean, I like what you just did there. I got to say that because just tell people when you ask someone a question, mm-hmm. you're under no obligation unless you're in, in a court of law, right? Under oath to answer the question exactly how they asked it. Mm-hmm. You can answer it however you want. Right. And you just somehow brought up like national pride, mm-hmm. Top Gun. Yep. It's like you started at one point and you're kind of like bleeding to death, but I was going to let you bleed it out. It's like a kid, like you'll be okay. See what happens. Yeah. You rallied and it's just answer where you want to answer it. Yeah. There's something cool in there. That's some creativity. That's some like your brain. Yeah. Like that. ADD, That's good. bro. Oh. Attention deficit. It's a superpower. Do you think I should run for office? Because politicians are great at answering the uh, questions they want to answer. Yeah. And I don't mean it like that. Like yeah. just a way to get your thought across and do it. Oh, I never thought of it. Because you hear the same answers over and over again. Like yeah. It just gets boring. Well, right. And I remember somebody saying, even if you don't know what the answer is, be authoritative about the answer. And I just thought, hmm, I can see that in certain ways. If you've yeah. got a sound bite you have to put out there. Yeah. But that's the problem. So sound bites, I get it, right? Like we'll pull clips from a, episode yeah and so you can use that clip but we're not like showcasing it on these what i'm sorry about that but oh cnn that'd be a loser (laughs) long form (laughs) conversations and we've touched on this before that's where there's i don't know man there's just like a lot in that you do know just explore no i don't come on you know i can't you know can't don't doubt yourself long form conversations you can't just take it into like a minute clip then you get a highlight, but that's not it. Like you got to listen to the whole thing to really like, wow, we just bounced around a lot of topics. Yeah. And you know, like you talk about politicians, mm-hmm. like I think it'd be, I heard Andrew Yang on a podcast yeah. and whether you like him or not, I think he's great. He was an hour and a half long Dude, awesome. and he's talking about all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So again, listen to something like that, but there's so few of them that would even get on a mic to yeah. talk for that long. It's because they're puppets for whatever political party that like, here's your talking points. Right, and we all know that. But yeah. it's like, that's what we want to see. Well, we just want people to be real. It goes back, I'm certain we talked about this on the first or the second episode we did together, but we were talking about technology and trust, human trust. Yeah, that, that was, was this, like two or three, actually. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. do you yeah. trust your iPhone? Exactly, you can't yeah. trust it. It's trust a piece Google. of technology. Right, no. I know. You taught me a lesson that day. Human, well, I, you know, not just that day, but many yeah. other days that sure. we weren't recording. No, I like you better this way. Yeah. On a mic. There's accountability. Mm-hmm. There's physical accountability. Mm-hmm. I am in striking distance. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate you keeping your little baby fist over there. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah. Eric does have very small hands. <laughs> I don't though. I know. <laughs> oh, they look good. Yeah. No, they're appropriate size yeah. for yourself. Mine on the other hand are... Spirit fingers. Yeah. You got spirit fingers? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, the reason why we want to hear from politicians like, say, Andrew Yang, whether you agree with his policies or not, is because yeah. he's just answering honestly. Yeah. Yeah. He's got his own podcast now, I think. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. See, you know? everyone should have a podcast. They should talk long-form mm, conversations. Not everybody. I don't know. You know who should not have a podcast? Mm. Pete Buttigieg. Okay. Why not? He's just boring. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though. But people who like him, that's a good place Yeah, but him. here's the thing. I liked him when he first showed up. And then... The Democratic machine got a hold of him, basically gave him the Obama playbook, and he turned into a complete robot. Yeah. But he would actually answer questions early on. I was like, hey, I like this guy. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. And then I didn't like him because he just sounded like a robot. Yeah. Mayor robot. That's what we're going to go with. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. In case you were wondering. (laughs) Hey, I was not. You weren't wondering. Oh, you're saying anybody listening. In any case, anyone's wondering. I'm tracking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is that the name of the podcast now? Icy Dubs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how that came up to be? Because somehow we got to go listen. I'm going to find the clip. I'm mm-hmm. going to put the clip right here. The name yes. of the podcast, in case you were wondering. In case you were wondering? Yeah. That's the name of it? Why? Not? Why? I don't know. Because Friends with Benefits is stupid. Well, it's not stupid. Boom. That's our editor. By the way, our podcast editor, we got to touch on two topics real quick. You've referenced it numerous times, how good the production quality is. Big time. So Julian edits our podcast. He's amazing, right? Yeah, definitely. And you know, oh, look at this. You know audio. Like, you know. I know audio. Content, I mean, I, quality, production, yeah, I know video. I, yeah. You got an ear for it, right? Yeah. Like to listen to loud music and all that kind of stuff. I don't for sure. Anything to do with it, but. No, production quality though, video or audio is really important. Talent respects talent. Yeah. So I just want to give him a shout out that he really does a good job. Well, and I admire audio engineers, number one, mm-hmm. who are really good. Yeah. Because I'm not good at it. 
but I can appreciate it. I'm, I can, you know, shoot video and create and craft and build mm. storylines and all of that and edit a video down. But if the audio is not right, yeah, it screws everything up. Yeah. So Julian, yeah, Julian crushes it because mm. the audio sounds great. You have to help me now. Because before that, I had two topics in my head. What was the other thing we were talking about? I don't know. Too big, not attention deficit, like I am. Otherwise, you can remember that tied together, throwing a top gun reference. I know. Circle back (laughs) around to American nationalism, then say not to be confused with isolationism or Mm. fascism. I need like a device over here where I can hit the rewind button or just like see my words. Like I just need a keyword. Just give me a keyword. What was that? Or you just need to get more sleep at night. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I definitely do too. How many hours you get? Man, I've got it on my app. Let me look and see what you want me to see. What my average sleep is. What do you wear? I don't wear anything. You use your phone? Oh, I thought you meant like to bed. I'd sleep in the nude. No. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I wear a full onesie, a man onesie. Let me see here. Yeah, it's sleep cycle. Mm. But I don't think this captures really good data because it's listening. So it's picking up on, you know... If you're snoring, talking, I have captured some pretty interesting, you does know, it guys sleep talk. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Sleep cycle. Sleep cycle. Okay. Yeah. So here it says, I have sleep watch. But you're wearing that. I am. Which just seems a lot better. So last night I had eight hours and five minutes in bed, but then it says I was only asleep for seven hours and 20 minutes. It's pretty good. Uh-huh. It's got coughing. Ooh, talking. Oh, that's a 631. That's going to probably be my dog whining downstairs. But my average overall statistics... Can we cue some like snoring sounds right now? (laughs) Editor can do that. I don't know. This is just showing me percentages. I'm just want to see regularity. What what is that? I went to bed, just woke up, time in bed, time in bed. Here we go. Months. It's always below eight hours. Jeez, look at this. Eight hours. Oh, asleep. Yeah. This actually explains a lot, man. My highest sleep time back in, it was January. 6.5 hours. Look at this. Look at that curve. If this is right, it's just been steadily declining. Yeah. You get back to the real world. Because I'm getting back in the real world? Yeah, yeah. COVID's over. Oh, no, dude. I was, I could go back. I've got years of data on this. Now, now I don't want to look at it because I'm ashamed. Yeah. Well, not only that, I mean, it's pretty painful as a listener of a podcast to have someone look through their phone and not kind of keep the conversation going. It's pretty bad. Not if there's good music. The real problem I'm having right now is the topic that I was on. And we were talking about Buttigieg. Yeah. If I said his name right. Mayor Robot. We we're talking about podcasting. Correct. Talking about quality podcasting. But right in the middle there, there was a really hot topic. Couldn't have been that hot if you forgot. No, that's what they say. That is what they say. Yeah. Let's talk about them. Yeah. Who is they? Exactly. The elusive they. It's just a group of people that we think know something more. Well, they said you should get eight hours of sleep. Is that true? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I need 15. <laughs> But I only get six on yeah. average, which would explain a lot. Yeah. You drink a lot of coffee? I drink a cup in the morning, but then I got my wife's Bullet? fancy... Bulletproof? No, not anymore. You used to. Yeah. That hot butter? <laughs> yeah, you put the butter I in used it. to, yeah. But yeah. now that I've been back on the bike, I need more carbohydrates. What do you, like a piece of bread? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I at least put some like, you know... Some butter on it. Okay. Yeah. But I'll have some, some toast, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Some toast, some coffee. That's how the French do it. Oh, I know. Yeah. This big piece of bread. I remember being over there and like you say breakfast and you're like, well, you don't want pancakes and waffle. No, eggs. No, no, no. no. Just a, some bread and some cheese. Yeah. And meats. And meats. The Germans do it too. I love yeah. the German breakfast. It was just broaching mm. the bread. But you'd have all these cold cuts. Yeah. Right? They were good. Started with a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. That was your breakfast every morning. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Why does it have to be like you can eat whatever you want? And I heard this guy, he's like, every morning, rice and black. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No rice. Just a can of black beans. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. That that seems really gross, though. Yeah. I like black beans (laughs) in small portions. (laughs) Can this dude eat a can of them? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is good. This is valuable stuff. This is the kind of stuff people can put to use in their business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, this is why we do this podcast. Yeah, it is why. Right? You know, you get new insights. Mm. You get new skills. Yeah. You get new ideas. Like the ones that we just had. Yeah. I lost an idea. I know. It's bothering me right now. Well, I tell you what. We're going to pause at one point. I'm going to go listen Let's back. Let's pause right now. 30... Don't even pause the recording. Let's just pause. <laughs> just breathe through it, man. I can't. Why not? I thought the silence terrifies you. I'm breathing. I can hear it. So, so it's a meditative t- app. People do that. 
I've got or that not too. meditative app. Sorry, I've got the meditative podcast. Yeah, that's weird. My sister's been listening to a YouTube video that mm-hmm. hypnotizes you and then wakes you back up. And she says she literally loses track of what time. What if your internet goes down? Yeah, my dad brought that up the other day. He said, hey, make sure your batteries are charged. Because wow. what if we come home and find you and you're just, you know, running around like a chicken? It would go <laughs> why viral. Would be, why would you be running around like a chicken? I don't know, man. That's what people oh, because do they, they get hypnotized, yeah, yeah. right? They do I that mean, on stage and they make them take their, your sneaker off. Yeah. Right, and then they hold it to their ear and make a phone call. Right. That's weird stuff. But the question there is, do they actually connect with somebody on the other end of that line? Yeah. 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 So what were you trying to tell me? I don't Two know. really important things. The yeah. first important thing was what? No, we talked about one of them. Yeah, but you've the already forgotten how production. You? No, no, I got that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Julian sound quality, audio yeah. production. Hold this on. is really we're gonna important. Do this. We're going to do this. We're going to pause. No. We're going to do it after no. these messages. CASCM is our content production company. Why content? It's simple. Content brings people together. I've seen it play out over and over, and I want to help others explore and discover this for themselves. The experience is totally worth it. Learn more at kazdm.com. We focus on podcasts and writing, one piece of content at a time. Let's move on to something like your Ohio State hat that doesn't even have the Ohio State colors. That's very cool. Yeah, it is cool. Was it like black and gray? Yeah. Yeah. They were black and gray. When? Whenever. But where's the red? He doesn't have to have it. Like, why can't it be just what it is? No, it's it nice. can't. I'm not saying it can't. Yeah. You know. That's the cool thing about it. It's an alternate universe. You yeah. Know? I you like it. Wear what you want. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about you. Let's talk about CassCM. Mm. You guys just filed for Chapter 11? <laughs> <laughs> In this economy? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Where do you want to go with that? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pick a topic. Just whatever comes to mind. Um, God, you just don't have it today. Heat wave. Where it is heat wave? hot as shit outside. It is. We talked, there's another podcast, and we talked about you riding your bike over, but it was too hot. You said it's too hot. Correct. I can't do that. That was 15 degrees ago. Yeah. This is different. Big time. This was from the Southwest, right? Yeah. And then they came here, and it's sustained. And like, apparently it's going to go down to like high 80s. Today's heat index is 100 something. It's terrible. The storms last night were great, by the How way. How many showers do you take a day now? Just, Ooh, just, I mean, yeah. Well, I take one in the morning mm. and then if I ride, so I do a lot of riding on the indoor trainer if I'm working through the program, Okay. then I'll obviously, you know, take another one. Yeah. Yeah. What is that called? What's that? Oh, Zwift. Oh, you have a Zwift. Oh, no, you think Peloton? A, yeah. Peloton is God. for punk asses. Okay. Sorry, I'm a bike Peloton rider users. In a they racer. just opted out. <laughs> nah. Now Peloton's fine, but it's not the same thing. Mm. Yeah. So no, I mean, this is for... Zwift. Is that who makes your... Mug over there, Zwift. Oh, that's Zach. Okay. Z-A-K. I thought there was a Z, though. So that was a good reference. It's like that matching game we played when we were kids. Such a I low bar. pretty good at that. Such a low bar. Yeah. Oh, I got the first letter right. Yay. Here's your trophy, yeah. Eric. Sure. Mm, okay. I don't think so. Yeah. But, so Zwift is one. No, I'm actually doing Trainer Road right now. Mm. Road or Rogue? Road. Okay. Trainer Rogue could be kind of cool, it too. Kind of cool. Trainer Road. Yeah. yeah. Nice little play on I words. Was, we were in a hotel, and I was doing some of the, what is it, the elliptical. Mm-hmm. And you can pick where you want to walk. Yeah. And like you end up in Hawaii or you're in the mountains or you're wherever. It's kind of It just cool. has the terrain change. So right? Someone's walking on there and they must have a camera on their head or they're holding the camera and they're walking. And there's, cause there's people oh, there and cool. they're all getting out of mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I wonder if they had to get those people to sign a letter. They, are you okay being on everybody's? No, nah, man. Why not? Well, it's like Google earth, right? What if Tom Cruise was just hanging out? Like he don't want that. Well, that's like, different. Not everybody's Tom Cruise. I didn't know it was Tom Cruise. And it just, he happened to be walking on the same trail I was. Well, you know, you don't have an answer. I don't. I yeah. don't know what to tell you there. Okay. We'll get a copyright lawyer on here. So there you go. Labor yeah. law, copyright. And an English teacher we mentioned last time. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be cool. good. Yeah. Who could just like stop and critique us? Oh, yeah. With well, everything that we're saying. That's more writing. I guess you can critique their language. Yeah. Ph- philosophy teacher, Socrates. I've thought about yeah. Socrates, little Bill and Ted there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you brought mm. that up, I thought, no, that's too stupid of a joke to even drop right now. Yeah. But you did. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew you'd come well, through. a school down the street called Socrates Academy. That's right. Yeah. I was thinking about it opening up uh, another one called Plato Academy, <laughs> but spelling it like Play-Doh, not oh, Plato. Okay. You know, so they just think, is this very artsy? Very artsy. I like that. There'd be a STEM school. There'd be no art. There'd be no art. <laughs> we eliminate. It. It's just creating so confusion confusing. all the way around. It's like the branding is so weird. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yes, but it's got you talking. <laughs> You know, because everybody's like, oh, make it really cool. Make it something that really helps to, you know, say what the school is. But yeah. I say, no, make it confusing, create engagement, create outrage, just create, it, create conversation. Something. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. 
That could be a title. Hey, if you were to create some fake outrage right now, what what could you create some fake outrage about? You love fake outrage. You talk about the left-handed people. Yeah, but that's real outrage. (laughs) We just bury it deep down inside and we just carry on. Just ask your son. Mm. What could I create it about? What do you really get mad about? I don't. This doesn't even have to be fake outrage. It's about real. Like, what's Eric Kazimoff outrage? Mm. What are you outraged about right now? Not. I'm trying to think. Like, I try to you stay away be. from that. Why? Because you're an American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one. I got to think about that. I'm going to have to come back. I know it's unscripted, but I don't have one. Mm. Mm. That's good. That's an okay answer. Oh, I'm with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm outraged by all the fake outrage. And then I just realized it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. And now I'm stuck in it. They wrapped you up into it. Once you start getting outraged and... I'm not really outraged. I'm not outraged by the economy. I'm outraged. I'm not outraged at all. So I don't think that's the word. Yeah. You can tell me what that's the word is. That's a fun word to you say. Can, it is a fun word. Annoyed is the thing that I tend to lean more. It's like, man, this is annoying. I'm disappointed. Why didn't we all, like, I feel like I saw it coming, but I didn't, like... Oh, but you're not a futurist. Let's not... So did you know this was happening? Absolutely. When? Like last week? No, like two months ago. Well, like yeah. a year ago, <laughs> probably like three years ago before COVID, way before COVID. So when COVID happens, yep, we're like, shut it down, give yeah. everybody a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. It's not real money because you're going to go spend it and it's going to be gone. Was it ever real money? It's no. just numbers on screen. Yeah. yeah, we print it. Yeah. It's backed by nothing. Yeah. Except public trust. Okay. Woo-doo. And then the money's gone. Mm-hmm. Other things happen. Yep. Ukraine, gas prices, the stock market, Bitcoin. Yeah. 40 billion to Ukraine. I mean, houses were like, you couldn't buy a house because you'd get outbid. Yeah, because money was cheap. What do the mortgage bankers do now? Well, Interest rates are above 6% for 30 which, years. again, this kind of comes back to once you get used to something, mm-hmm. then everything seems catastrophic. It goes back to, like 6%, the first home we ever bought was 6.5% interest. Yeah, yeah. This was back in 2007, I'm right sure, before like the crash. Six months ago, this thing was at three. Like we skipped yeah. the fours. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, but... It's still, those are still really low rates. It's going to take time for that housing market to really not bottom out, but like in certain markets where like, it's just your purchasing power at this point is just like, if you could qualify for X, Mm -hmm. well, now it's you qualify for X minus like a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely part of it because the home values have gone up so, so much, but. Wow. I'm boring you. You're yawning. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. My wife told me the other day that yawning does not mean you're tired. It means that you are, or it means you're tired, but you're trying to take in more oxygen. Mm. I don't know. I just got bored with that. But then, whole your eyes, then your eyes water and then you're like, I could take a nap. Oh, that's because I'm high. Naps are no, good. Yeah. <laughs> Naps are no, good. I'm just kidding. Naps are good. They're yeah. a good little power nap. Anyway, back to the housing market, back to recession. I heard somebody talking about this this morning and I thought this made a lot of sense is that, you know, you're talking about purchasing power, but you also have you know, sellers are a lot more reticent to sell, even though you could sell right now. Like if we sold our house, we'd make a killing. It's ridiculous. But we'd go lose all of that buying another home and we have to get a mortgage at a, a much higher interest rate. Yeah. So that's, it basically just stops people from transacting. Yeah. You know? So people aren't going to sell. Right. And people aren't going to buy. Correct. So it's just stale. Well, this is what the Fed does. They have yeah. blunt instruments. That's it. Yeah. So when you asked about recession earlier, I look at it as a combination of a number of things. One, you have for decades, not just the Biden administration, this is Republicans and Democrats, you have Congress that cannot function. It doesn't actually legislate on big sweeping changes that actually need to happen or that need to push us in a certain direction to, you know, we're just kind of kicking things down the road. Yeah. So you have a, a government that doesn't function properly. You have... Well, they don't, they're not in the business of disrupting what should happen. Like they're saying, you go create the business and you disrupt us. The government? Yeah. No, you have obviously not spent much time in Washington. That's not how that works. No. Well, okay. Fannie Mae. Yeah. Like they're not in the business and right, like of making sure, how do I say this? Like, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, USAA. You have these entities that are like the U.S. Postal Service. They're tied to the federal government. Right. So that's different. Okay. That's what I'm referencing. And yeah, I probably yeah. should have said, okay. Yes. But they're not trying to create something special, unique. No. Like, but the businesses could come in. And they're we a clearinghouse, man. That's correct. what they do. Right. But a lot of people look to them to say, save us, fix this. And it's like, it's not our job. It's like, you go find a private company that can come up with this new software that allows yeah, well, you to buy and sell your home. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, but 
Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, like they didn't start as government entities. They got bought by the federal government after the housing crisis in 2008. Mm. So they were struggling and then they got bought. Yeah. And now they're government owned. Right? I believe that's how it works. Yeah. So... Again, topics we should and shouldn't be talking yeah, about. I could be completely sure. wrong on that, by <laughs> yeah. the way. And well, that just ruins the whole podcast. I mean, I'm relying no, on doesn't. you, futurist, economist. You know, I'm not an economist. Yeah. That would be terrible. I don't want to be that. Uh, well, I think everybody should have some kind of... Well, that's you know, what we're doing. So you yeah. ask me what outrages me. Yeah. The economy outrages me. It doesn't. That's not the word. It's just... Is it the gross divide in wealth in this country? No. So income inequality doesn't outrage State you? tax. That should be a thing because that's a biased answer because we have an insurance business. Yeah. And I think one of the easiest ways to overcome wealth transfer tax, death tax, right, as they call it, Mm -hmm. is through life insurance. And they have the money, ability to buy life insurance outside of their state, outside of their net worth to cover the cost of their estate tax. Okay. So they're still paying the estate tax. They're just not paying it out of their bank account. They're paying it through a life insurance policy that they bought for way cheaper than Mm -hmm. the tax would have been. So that's nice. Well, so you can sell some big life insurance policies and everyone wins. If not, the life insurance industry is just flat, right? Yeah. It's kind of stale. Right. Like, not totally, but... Well, people got this idea they're never going to die. Mm. So they don't buy Until life COVID insurance. comes around. Yeah, but still, so let's talk saying, about that it one. It made people think, regardless of what you think of COVID, if it was real Did or not. life insurance sales skyrocket during COVID? For a while, they went down because it was like, they slowed down, stopped. Right. And then picked back up yeah. from a more, not like... I wouldn't say like our large cases went up, yeah. but just your day-to-day, yeah. people were interested in, you know, key people and companies, they were worried like, well, what happens if I lose this person? Oh, yeah. So that's you're a big one. key man insurance. Yeah. Well, yeah like, so you get in business to deferred compensation and things mm-hmm. like how to, like, then you talk about this great resignation that everyone coined as the new thing. Right. Yeah. So it's like, we well, didn't want to lose these key employees. Mm-hmm. If you're a futurist and you're a guy, we can't lose you. That's so, such a good point. Yeah. Because it'd be tough. Yeah. Then who's going to talk me. to us on our podcast? Well, yeah, that's a big point too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we were talking about then. Yeah. Recession. Yeah. Housing markets. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we finished that thought. No, well. We were still moving in people a direction. resign. So stay on that in a different way. It's great resignation. Yeah. You've read about it. You listened about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I listened about it. I watched about anybody. it. I watched about it. I watched about it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone told me once. Yeah. yeah. So. A lot of people did leave their jobs and everyone wanted to go to the job that, that made them the happiest, that yeah. they liked the most. Well, the problem is... Money ain't those cheap jobs, anymore. That's the yeah, problem. So guess what? Suck it up. Right. <laughs> and a lot of people are going to be laid off. And they that's are. going to happen. And, and they're going to try and go back to the job that gave they already security have been. But, you know, that's part of the risk of living life. Well, I the, mean, the economy, when they come out, when they raise the Fed 75 basis points, yeah. and they're going to raise it probably another Which 75 again, let's basis be clear, points in July. 75 basis points is still just, it's just three quarters of a percent. It's, but it's tiny. I get it. Or yes. the most, it's still a big deal. When mortgage rates go to above six. Yes. But prior to 2008, like 6.5% is what we were rocking. I was like, man, this is great. Yeah. We felt like we had a deal. Yeah. But then money's been cheap since 2009. Yeah. I remember we, we refinanced the loan and I don't remember what year it was. And we showed up and this guy, he was 90 something years old. He was the wow. closing attorney. It was like 4.25%. Oh man. He said, I've never seen a rate this low. Was this... After 2008? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Never yeah. seen it rate this low. Because it is low. It is stupidly low. And then low. it got to like 2.7. Oh my like, God. God. Yeah. It's like free money. 1.9. It's like, you've got to be kidding me, right? Yeah, I didn't see that one. I am so glad we yeah. did a fixed rate uh, when we bought our home. Holy tough. shit. Yeah. Can you imagine if you didn't do that? Well, that's what happened in oh. 08. I know. A lot of people's, right? The five and seven, that's when those things started catching no, up. That was the beginning of it. Well. The big short. Did you see that movie? I did. Yeah. Great movie. I mean, I know these movies for Hollywood. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very entertaining. So that's me. The next movie, The Great Resignation. The Great Resignation. Yeah, maybe we'll see. I don't know. I just don't think those are really exciting stories. <laughs> People left their jobs, and then four months later, they had to go panhandle four on the street. Later, seriously, how long has The Great Resignation been going on? Not even a year. Oh no! Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But was it even real, or was it like? Oh, yeah. Think of it. That's a branding term. That's what that it was. Is, yeah. This is what the country is. So it told people to go to your employer and shove it up their ass right. and leave. And I get it, right? Because there's a lot of people that had really bad working conditions. For sure. Yeah. It was their opportunity to say, I'm out. And I think a lot of people started something great or did something they wanted to do or moved to a farm. And there's amazing stories out there. But there's a lot of people who are like, 
Where'd they go? I don't know. Because then you talk to these people and like anyone comes to our house, anyone that we work with that has, that needs labor yeah. in their business does not have it. They literally cannot find people to work for them. They will be able to now. Window washers. Yeah. I talked to someone came and cleaned their house. Like, they can't find anyone. They'll even find people and they won't show up. Mm-hmm. Landscapers, delivery people. Starbucks workers. Starbucks. Uh, Did we talk about, we talked about it? Yeah. Yeah. Hot mess. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of that'll change. Try all coffee shops. It's not just call out Starbucks. Well, I mean, again, we're speculating. You have issues with Seattle. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, they created some of the greatest music of all time. Mm-hmm. And then they just turned into a cesspool. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Yeah. We can talk about that right now. Yeah. But, but I mean, money was cheap. This is why housing became so expensive is because private equity firms had access to cheap money. And so they were getting all that money and they come in and give these cash offers to people that were selling homes because they could turn that around and create that permanent renter classes we were talking about. Yeah. Well, now, you know, the Fed, I mean, they have blunt tools. That's what they have. They don't have any innovative ways to like, you know, slowly do things in the way that would be beneficial. Nope, we're bringing down the hammer because you have a government that doesn't function properly. They can't pass anything that's worth a shit. Now, I know that sounds harsh. Yes, there are small things that nobody ever sees that are good for us, but big things like this, it's just a ripping apart at the seams. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you what doesn't help. Social media, regular media, Mm. constantly sounding the alarm. Why? Because it's incentivized to create outrage. Yeah. And that's the problem. So when you ask about recession early on, how long do I think this thing will last? Well, I think recession is just one piece of the bigger puzzle, which is we are hanging on. I don't know, man. It's just, there's so many moving parts in there. There's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. And the the reality is, is that if we continue to keep going the way that we have. The Coddling of the American Mind. That's a wonderful book. You read it. Okay. I own it. I have an audio book. Okay. I listened to it. The whole thing. It's a great book. Oh, the whole thing. You got through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I read it. I have it. It's up there. It's good. It's next to a novel. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a very good book because as you're talking, it's just making me think that it's this recession. It's not COVID. It's not whatever wars. Because you talk about media and just all the conversation that's out there. And it's so easy to get caught up in this stuff. Right. Yeah. Because that's like, I just Google, like, again, I love having this iPad next to me as we have this podcast. Like, yeah, dude, we could have a third, we could hire someone well, most, to do um, this and they just like come mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Well, most unintelligent people enjoy having references right at their fingertips. Unlike me, who I just uh, make up my own facts and yeah, stats and, okay. yeah. and then tell myself I'm intelligent. I just think it's interesting. Turns out the great resignation may be followed by the great regret. Ah, wow. look at C, futurist. Yeah. I told you, it's like, hey, yeah. now they're going to have to go back to work. I was like, okay, this was probably written in May. No, March. So there you go. Well, that person's they way said, ahead of you know, is like this whole, like the job that you took, the mm-hmm. next thing wasn't what it was all that it was cracked up to be. The yeah. coffee was still bad. Yeah. You know, the people weren't that cool. Yeah. The nights out at the brewery was like, I don't like these people. Right. Yeah. Well, and the, and the thing is too, is I understand why people resigned. I mean, people have been burned out for a long time and then just COVID accelerated that oh, yeah. because you were always on. Yeah. Now I can't speak from experience because I don't work for anybody, mm-hmm. you know? And so you're unemployable for that but yeah it's good. not you like yeah. people who yeah yeah no i mean pretty much like they would have yeah sweet, would ridiculous be. deal like hey you can still operate the way you operate mm. we're going to pay you on results and we promise we're not going to expose you to any of the inner office political bullshit yeah and if you can give me that and i only report to the ceo yeah you know then we're yeah. good yeah but you put a bunch of morons in between me and that person and why they know, gotta be morons because they usually are okay let's be honest fair let's be honest yeah Usually it's a lot of inner office politicking and some jackass who's not nearly as smart or capable as the people who report to him or her has low self-esteem and is afraid everybody's going to find out they're a phony. Yeah. And I'm just going to keep on going. Here's another book. Just, no, this talk. is great. Every time going, you I'm, talk, I mean, I'm they're going to reference outrage, a book or a movie. Dude, I'm trying to create outrage. The name of the book is What Happened to You by Oprah and Dr. Bruce Perry. I mean, so it goes deep into like, what happened to you? Like, what's... It's a lot of, it's not trauma, right? You just cut off my outrage on trauma, resilience, and healing. Mm. I think you might need some of that right now. I do need therapy. Yeah. It's all right. Just found out insurance is going to cover it too. So I think I'll go ahead and give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should do that. I could be a completely different person on the next yeah. few episodes. Yeah, but if insurance is involved, then they can only say so many things and yeah. Oh yeah, well yeah, no, yeah. you've got to have like a representative Blue Cross Blue Shield in the therapy session to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa pause. Yeah, yeah. If you fix them too much, oh, they're a we can't group. make money. They're a special group. It's a new outrage train. Yeah. I'm going to take you down this one. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what you're saying. Like outrage. Like, yeah, I was trying to create some outrage. Yeah. You know, like calling middle managers morons mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. 
How would I know, dude? I mean, I know because I've worked with various folks who've had to deal with these people. But again, do I know from firsthand experience? No, I've never mm. worked for anybody in my entire professional career. So I speak from the outside. In the insurance industry. I was bit? still 1099, bro. Oh, were you? All the way. Okay. Yeah. Nobody paid me yeah. to get out of bed. Yeah. Oh, wow. You like that? Yeah. Hunt, kill, and eat. When Got I was all kinds a kid, of cool things. We'd uh, walk through snow and slush. It's because you lived in New York. No, I'm saying that's what you would say. But that would be incorrect. Yeah. I mean, I was an army I got brat. mugged when I was a kid. I heard about this. Yeah, eighth I grade, did. right? Yeah, you told me. I don't think it was eighth grade. I think it was a little younger. Well, your friends texted me. They've been listening <laughs> yeah, to the podcast. Yeah, like, yeah, hey, let me did. tell you a funny story about yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Weren't they like small children? But yeah. it was a bunch of them. So yeah, it was just was numbers. Yeah. It wasn't that, you know. Well, it was, I was in Stepbrothers when they were going on. They couldn't, <laughs> you don't go down that street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, so what, they took your, they punched your friend in the face, took his hat. Took his hat. One dude pulled out nunchucks. That is the best part. Out of his Raider starter jacket. Now nah, we're talking. Give me your hat. Georgetown Hoy's hat was on the ground and we were out. Those were the hot items yes. back then too. Yeah, were they kids. were. Georgetown, LA Raiders. Yep. yep. What else? Chicago Bulls. Well, a lot of times it was the, your sneakers. So if you had Jordans or something well, like that. Well, I'm talking that. about the brands or the, the teams associated with the branch, the starter. Yeah, UNLV. Yeah. That was a big one. I didn't see a lot of people getting into too much of a, it was always like a Chicago <laughs> Bulls. a couple of years. Yeah, Raiders. That was a big Chicago one. Chicago Blackhawks too. It was really the logos that look cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Raiders obviously had the coolest. Yeah. Then you'd the have Vegas them. Raiders. Oh, well, wow. whatever. That's what they are now. Yeah, man. Now I'm starting to think about all the starter. There's this That's kid. Good stuff. They came back. So you can buy your starter jacket again. Yeah, not interested. Yeah, okay. I'm Definitely not interested. Yeah. Way too much color. Mm. I like things to be earth tones, mm -hmm. simple. I've seen that. Boring. Okay. That's how I roll. A lot of browns. A lot of browns and grays. Yeah, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and that's just like plain earth tone, like drab colors. Yeah. I tell you who, here we go. You're right. I got some beef with Seattle. <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks uniforms are the ugliest shits I've ever seen in my life. What are they doing? Playing football in the interstate? They need to be seen <laughs> at night or something? I mean, what the, the hell? The dark gray they have isn't bad, but they yeah. throw the green in there. It changes it a little bit. It's like a full-on neon suit. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Whose yeah. idea was that? Mm. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'd fall in love with it. Yeah. Yes. Seattle's changed a lot. You know, but I mean, the thing I always said to keep in mind is this. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. Plenty to make fun of yeah. right there. Yeah. Enough said. CASDM is our content production company. Why content? It's simple. Content brings people together. I've seen it play out over and over, and I want to help others explore and discover this for themselves. The experience is totally worth it. Learn more at CASDM.com. We focus on podcasts and writing one piece of content at a time. It all starts with conversations just like this one.